My name is Alana and you are listening to Give a Damn, a podcast that intentionally and mindfully explores life's common challenges in order to break down the barriers between us and become the best version of yourself. friends and welcome back to the Give a Damn podcast. My name is Alana Weinroth. So good to be here with you guys today. Thanks so much for joining me. I hope you have been enjoying season two thus far and I hope you're having a good new year so far. I think that uh, I've been learning a lot already in 2021 so I hope that you've been doing the same and that this podcast has been helping you. Um, As you know, one of the most important things about this is me bringing on guests who I feel uh, passionately about what they're doing and the ways that they are giving back to their community. Um, This interview I actually did with Kelly a while ago, back in 2020, so it's a little bit older. It was the first interview I did for this season, and I waited till now to air it. Um, So you're going to hear a lot about her struggles in 2020, but all of this um, is still very, very applicable. Kelly's amazing, and I was so excited to talk to her, and I had a buzz going the entire rest of the day after our interview. I think that the work that she does is incredible. Her story is phenomenal. It's so... um, it's so impressive how brave she is, and I just, I could not wait to share that with you guys, and now it just felt like the absolute perfect time, so without further ado, um, I'm excited for you guys to learn a little bit more about Kelly. So today, I'm really excited to bring this guest to the podcast, Kelly Jackson. Kelly Jackson is a second-generation owner of Hank's Mini Mart, located in the Hyde Park community of South Central Los Angeles. The family's business has served the community for 23 years. Kelly's heart for the community stems from her father, Hank's dedication to creating a community-centric business in an underserved neighborhood. Her master's degree in public art studies from the University of Southern California further developed her commitment to her community and sparked her passion of using public art to help redefine and reimagine places and spaces. In 2018, Kelly helped facilitate a large brick-and-mortar transfer- transformation project at Hank's Mini Mart. This project reinvigorated the store that now brings access to art, healthy food options, and safe spaces. Hank's Mini Market has partnered with various organizations to provide monthly nutrition workshops, food giveaways, and free blood pressure screenings. They also continuously collaborate with local artists and businesses to activate the community in positive ways. Wow, I'm so excited. Welcome to the Give a Damn podcast, Kelly. Thank you. Thanks for having me on today. Of course. I am so excited for you to share not only about Hanks, but also just about you and your journey and how you got to where you are. Um, I'm sure a lot of people are curious. So let's just start there, Kelly. Tell me about your journey to taking over the mini market. And can you share a little bit about your father, Hank, and what made you decide to take over the family business? Yeah, so um, we have also lived in the community for um, plenty of years now. And so we're also community um, residents in the area. And so my dad has always talked about um, 
owning his own business, showing up for the community. And so uh, in 1997, he decided to open up um, Hank's Mini Market and um, just really helped to create and build relationships with the community on all levels from top to bottom. And it's and just helped to clean up this corner. Um, it, it was, uh, and um, yeah, and, and I'm really proud of him years in 2020 thinking about 1997 and him deciding when it wasn't the cool thing to um invest in a business in south central la and that i, I just really appreciate him stepping up and um deciding to be a community leader and and show up for the community and and and, and being an owner of a space and um and and a business and that the decisions that he made um, really created a platform and a story that the next generation was able to come in and like really continue and take it to the next level. Um, and I'm very proud of my dad, what he's built here and um, this idea of the next generation taking over and especially coming from this background of public art and, and arts like this idea of placekeeping and um, really continuing the story of a space, um, really continuing and showing the, the legacy and the time of what a space can do from one generation to the next. Um, it's just, um, I'm really excited and really blessed and appreciative of this moment and, and the work that my parents have done to, and sacrificed their time to create such a wonderful space. Yeah, absolutely. I like that you said like it wasn't it wasn't the cool thing to do. That's a really big, especially back in the 90s. That's a big decision to invest in the community in such a way. And I'm sure you guys are so intertwined with, um, you know, as people know, I probably unless if you live in LA or you don't, there's a lot of violence, a lot of gangs, you know, and things like that going on there. So tell me a little bit about um, what what have you done to Hank? So what was Hank's before you took over? What was it all this time? And then when you decided to take over the family business, what how did you how did you intertwine like your background with and like your what was your vision for the market? Yeah, so I've grown up in the um, in the store, um, you know, uh, and so I was here and 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 just saw the work my dad was doing the. The relationships he was building but I want to be very clear that yes this is a community that um, has tough times has tough things going on but that despite all the things that are going on in this community South Central LA is a beautiful city that has so much greatness here that has become and has been over time overlooked and forgotten but in the midst of that just like the story of Hanks there are families, there are organizations that are doing great work here that don't get highlighted, but continue to do the work and, it's, and, and, and continue to help this community that has many sides and many stories and, and these narratives that are pushed beyond as if that's the forefront or priority, that isn't really. Um, that's it's it's just beautiful here and it's a, like a beautiful community beautiful city despite all the other things that are going on and some of the narratives that get pushed to the forefront so i just want to be really clear about that Thank but you. um this idea of being here and 
uh, not starting to question things myself and this idea of why is every other community being built in a certain way? Why are they seeing new stores and new um, thing, buildings and things being built? But on this side of town, it was the same pattern of the same things um, when it comes to uh, different kinds of businesses and things that were coming and investing over here. And I started questioning that, especially um, in my studies at USC, where we were talking about space and places. And so I was driving to school. Um, I was driving and going to art museums and things on the other side of town and was questioning why did I have to leave my community all the time to go do, to go see art, to go and have a good time. And in the midst of that and my studies, I really focused on Hyde Park and um, learning my own history, um, learning about my own culture in grad school that I didn't know about the history of Black LA on my own and, and was kind of disappointed in myself about that. And so really honed in on, this is the time for you to start learning these things and understanding your community and the city of LA in a better way. And in doing that, um, and just wanted to do more. And like you said, my dad wanted to transition and retire and me kind of stepping up and saying, is this what I want to do? And to be honest, having degrees and coming back to a corner store um, wasn't my thought process or route, but over time, I realized and I'm so grateful that I tuned in and was obedient to God because I'm a believer in God and, and him showing me and, and, and planting seeds in me and really redirecting me all the time back to this space, back to this store and this understanding that everything that you've learned up to this moment is for you to show up and create impact on the corner of Florence and Crenshaw at Hank's Mini Market. Yeah, you want to go this route. Yeah, you want to go there and do art. but everything you want to do is centered in this space and and over time and of course lots of work and lots of growing inside and empowering myself to to step into that position um yeah is is um how we got to where we are today i love that i think that's such a testament to this idea that we can have a vision for our lives. You can do all the school and you can plan everything out and life, God, whatever you like, there is just, there's a plan for you and you're always going to get redirected to the place that you're meant to be. But especially Kelly, for you, it's like, you understand that community and you see it so beautifully for what it is. I love that you kind of like corrected and was like, actually, this is a, such a beautiful place and, and with beautiful people in it. And, and even, and, but also noticing that like you had to go other places to do all the things that you really wanted to be doing. So God was telling you universe, what, what, you know, was telling you, actually, you need to build this here for everyone because other people feel that way. So you're serving an even higher purpose. And you probably even realized when you were at USC sitting in your classroom, like, I just think that's such a cool story. Um, yeah. It, it definitely is. Even this idea of like um, graduating from USC and all my colleagues going to the route of museums or other organizations to um, push forward public art. 
and again we returned to hank's mini market like for me that in itself was like a uh oh, dang like <laughs> pushing forward and then me coming back um that was something that in a way to be honest was something that was hard but again you 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 have to stay the course and understand that if something's planted within you that it's it's not if it's going to bloom or if it's going to grow but when and so when you stay the course because you know that that's your purpose and you're working on purpose and for purpose that you just have to continue to stay the course and again we haven't got to 2020 and what's going on now but i keep going back to the past and and that you don't ever know what's to come and that's why it's so important to stick to what you know in your heart you're supposed to do because in those moments i was questioning returning to hanks but in 2020 again when i think about how and the work that we've done and how i've set up this whole other way of being able to do everything i want to versus going to just specifically into the art world and um and advocating for art that the best way for me to do everything that was in my heart was to give it time and grow and develop what Hank's mini market was supposed to be. Because in 2020, like we have a major art installation in our space. Um, you know, we're, we're showing up for the community, helping to speak about what, what uh, bring options to help, help um, healthy food. But this overall idea of what does healthy community look like? we're a great example that people can really take in because we, we have to see things most of the time visually and so hanks is really that space that's really showing how you can push through to do be innovative and creative in so many different ways and that yeah like i just kind of was able to do everything and bring everything to this one space and be very excited and happy about that. Like I didn't have to go, and my point to everybody is that you don't always have to go the straight, narrow route to get to what you're supposed to be doing. Cause I, I could have went to the art worlds, but I wasn't really an expert in that. Like I just loved it. And so necessarily what I've been able to have the opportunities that I have now because what what has happened is now Hanks has become my canvas. Yeah. And um, what I'm good at is curating Hanks, this space, and connecting people and bringing them into this space for a true participatory art project that's endless. But, and so artists, the art world, they, seeing the space can really see that. And now I'm a part of art conversations. Whereas if I would have went the other route, I probably would have been working for somebody else and letting them make decisions. But because this is my space, I'm able to help curate what makes sense in my space. And so I'm still get to be a part of understanding that I know my community, I know my space, and I know how to galvanize whatever project is going on to show up in the right way for this space and this time. I love I love what you said. That's my sound bite. I got to pull that. Hanks is your camp is your canvas. Um, that's that's just it. So, 
So before we get to 2020, because I do want to talk about what 2020 has looked like for you guys, the way, Kelly, the way that we know each other is through my friend Ellen, our friend Ellen, and Ellen used to work for Sweet Green. And when I worked with Ellen, she was just, she took the lead on um, getting Sweet Green to fund remodeling all of our off-campus apartments. Like I met her, I was like, what can we do together? She's like, what do you need? I was like, what I really need is these apartments redone because none of the youth want to move off campus. She's like, I'm going to figure it out. We, I was in Sweet Green. I was at that platform. I have more Sweet Green my whole life there. And we're plotting out this like beautifully designed apartments. And at the same time, I find out she's working with you. Um, big shout out to Ellen Quigg real quick. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ellen's amazing. She's amazing. Um, I find out she's working with you and that her real passion project, I think her passion was food deserts, but she said that she was working with you to basically provide all the fresh produce when you were going through this remodel of the space um, for the store. So can you tell people exactly what you turned Hank's Mini Market into and like who helped fund that project? Who did you work with? I see like there's beautiful font behind you. Like, it's it's so beautiful. I, I'll have to include some photos in the social media post for this, but who helped with that project? And basically what did you what it was your canvas? So what did you make it into? Yeah, so um it was a process of understanding like that we have this space, we've been here for so many years. I think then it was twenty years and like um what's next in that you know, if I'm taking over, things aren't really working out the best for our business in this moment. And what do we need to do to shift? So the new world now, the new word now is pivot. So we were pivoting then, right? Kelly, then, I use that word all, I'm sorry, I have to stop you. I did like a whole podcast episode where I was like, pivot, it's pivot time. You just, you just shuffle on over to the next way. <laughs> and so um, then that's what I was I knew that something new needed to happen here for us to continue the business and um, and for me to want to be here um, beyond just the storefront and like bringing up customers. Um, and so, I, but I didn't know what that was. I knew that I wanted to bring art to the space, but I also understood that it's a lot going on in this community. And so art is not a priority. And um, I went, so I was just going to a lots of workshops and, and, and art workshops to, um, and, and a, a young man named Hector came into my space and asked me to be a part of a focus group about um, conversion of um, corner stores and bringing in healthier options. And then for me, I went to an art workshop and I said to one of the, the um, facilitators, what if my community doesn't really care about art and I want to do art? What's, what's, what am I supposed to do? And, and what, I can't remember her name, but what stuck to me, stuck to me was that she said, what's the issues of your community? Um, what's going on in your community? Under, when you understand that, then you can link in art as a conversation piece to, to bring for them to start. It, it has to be more than just art. You're helping people and you're using art for a conversation piece to figure out how to solve these problems. And so in that, um, I met 
went to the focus group. I told Hector what I was trying to do and I didn't know what it was, but then he connected me to the LA Food Policy Council that helps mom and pop stores bring in healthier options to the community. And through that organization, um, I just went to everything because I, I, I went to a big event, saw a visual of another conversion, and I was like, this is it. This is what Hanks needs to do. I don't know how we're going to do it, when it's going to happen, but this is, this, is, this is a segue for you to get to where you're trying to go. And so I went to every workshop, and they picked us for a transformation project. But it wasn't until, and, that, and we were waiting for a while, but it wasn't until um, Ellen and her team connected, Sweetgreen connected to the LA Food Policy Council, and probably just like your story where Ellen had the conversation with them and like, what do you guys need? And it was the conversation about funding for transformation, um, help in that area. And so Ellen went on a tour of several stores, and I think we were the last one. And the funny thing about that story is that when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with Hanks, there was no true example of that because no one was doing that. And so for me, visually, how did I come up with the ideas or vision of what I want to do? I was looking at coffee shops. I was looking at everything that visually looked like what I wanted that wasn't our store, but had the visual that aligned with what I wanted. And so the funny thing before I met Ellen and heard about this project, I was looking at Sweet Green Spaces like, this is so awesome. Their space is so cool. They have art in their space. Like, I loved it. And then two weeks before that, I finally had went to Sweet Green. Sorry, my stories are so long. That's but okay. I went to Sweet Green and ate, had my first um, experience there and loved the space. And then a few weeks later, we're scheduled for Ellen from Sweet Green to come to Hanks. And so I'm just ecstatic. And, meet Ellen and tell her our story and how I love Sweet Green and told her the exact story I'm telling you. And of course, we were, select, we were the store that was selected for the project. And the idea was, yes, a transformation. And I, would just, I just love my partnership with Sweet Green. They came in and had an idea of what they wanted to do to help push us along with the transformation. But as a business, they also understood our business had a lot of, needed a lot of love. And so they agreed to a certain transformation, but when we really um, built in our relationship and had the conversations, like you said with Ellen, they did beyond what they said they were gonna to do to make sure that Hanks was set up in the best way for us to continue beyond um, the project and, and them coming in and they really had created a team around me so it was a team that was helping us in this idea of bringing in the healthier options with fruits and vegetables but the designer of sweet green restaurant she designed the new trans the new store um, on the basis of the ideas i had she on the basis of that understood that i want to have a community space within the shopping experience and they just really set up hanks long story short, in this way for us to take this next chapter and go with it. Like I, I was able to take this idea of this business, which doesn't happen. Most big businesses are pushing out the mom and pop businesses, but they came in and said, what do you need? We're here for you and show us like, what do you need? And 
they really set up us up so well. And in this idea of like, I was able to leverage that. And I don't think any of us knew how big and how fast it was going to grow into such a, a beautiful story that's really beyond the storefront now. Oh, it's so amazing. It's so, I love, I'm so, I'm so happy that y'all got chosen for that project, for the transformation project. Cause I mean, that would have been a lot to do on your own. So just to have that support. And like you said, to feel secure that they weren't going to try to turn it into a big business that would still stay a mom and pop, that they were going to cater to your vision of what you had for it. So, um, what is, and, and this was back when, how long ago was this? Well, we started in 2018 um, with our conversation and then 2000, no, sorry, 2017. In 2018, we completed the transformation and in April, um, we had our re-grand re opening um, with them and, and yeah, just the community, everybody that helped with the, com everybody that helped with the project to the, the community, every, it was just a beautiful um, event where just so many people from from people from our social media just that had watched the story that I haven't had never met. It was so many different people that showed up for that day um, just because they were so excited about the story. Uh, yeah, it, it's been amazing. It's been a lot in the last two years. <laughs> yeah, girl, you gotta be tired. You've been working hard. Yeah, so, but it's, but I'm blessed and I'm very grateful. And that's the idea of this model of Stronger Together. It started from Sweet Green Team and this understanding that. I had this vision, but the only way that it could really be what it really was truly meant to be was people coming in and believing in that and that we are stronger together and we can't do things alone. And, but that story of stronger together has pushed from just beyond that project into the community and understanding that Hanks is only well and healthy with everybody that shows up and supports us from the community to, to the people that follow us on social media everybody helps and every and and we are really stronger only together oh yeah everyone needs to follow your guys's page on social media it's so good it's it's just at hank's mini mini market is that what it is yeah, hank's yeah. okay so kelly um i want to be cognizant of time but i want you to share can you just share a little bit before maybe maybe bleed this into what what 2020 has has been for hanks but I, i'm curious like how have you seen the community benefit and be uplifted by the remodel like have you seen you know what have you done do you do sort of like before 2020 um were you doing gatherings it's i mean i in your bio it sounds like it's really made an impact so do you have any success stories and then maybe maybe that can bleed into 2020 what does that look like now and how are you still serving your community yeah so um yes it's been a great two and a half years um of all kinds of awesome opportunities and being a, a space in the community that's a resource and that, that can bring activities bring um uh, different organizations to show up and bring the resources and, and positive impact to the community and so before COVID, we were really doing, um, using the space, the inside, we also have a front parking lot. So we were able to have gatherings outside where everybody's able to see everything going on and just jump in if they want to stop by and be a part of it. And so yeah, nutrition workshops to small business Saturday, um, 
where we had showed up. We, we were selected as um, small business of the year last year from our senator in District 30, um, Holly J. Mitchell. And because of that, we didn't celebrate, but we decided to use Small Business Saturday, which is um, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. We won't be doing it this year because of COVID, but we use that to show up and use our platform for other businesses that don't have spaces and have a shopping experience for the community in this understanding that we should be able to shop locally. So just, just that, and, or uh, in 2020, like our biggest thing was that we had been closed for six months because of COVID. But even being closed, we had a lot of great opportunities that came our way. And returning um, our, we, a couple of weeks ago, um, we were used as a location to host the governor, as well as Holly J. Mitchell, um, our senator, has now and will be elected as our LA supervisor, county supervisor. And so the governor was here um, lending his support to get out the vote before election day for Holly, and that was here in our parking lot. And something like that on a, such a big election, having those high people in office on this side of town was in itself a history mode, history making on so many levels. Yeah. And so those are success stories because those things don't happen here, but what makes me happy and brings me joy is that these are opportunities for our neighbors to just show up and be able to be a part of that. And, hearing their stories the day after that they were so proud that, that to be a part of such something, meet the governor. And um, it, that makes me happy, being able to use our space to amplify the voices of other businesses. The community is just really proud of our space. They know our story from beginning to end. They're really proud of this idea of the next generation coming in and continuing the legacy and the story of my dad because everybody loves my dad. I could be at the gas station around the corner and people won't ask me how I'm doing. They're asking me, how's Hank? <laughs> Everybody, like, I'm good, but he's good to go. <laughs> exactly. So it's just, we created, and my parents have created this really family business that, and everybody loves our family and they're very proud. And, and this idea of hopefully we're all questioning what healthy community looks like and that we all deserve better shopping experiences. We deserve people knowing our name and understanding and taking time to get to know us as people. And that's what we're doing at Hankson. That's what we're gonna to continue to do. We're just happy to be back, um, you know, being closed for COVID for a while because we decided to put our family first and really make that a priority in the time. And we, and we needed rest. I think that um, that's something that you um, mentioned and it's clothes that I think about, um, how do I show up for myself? How am I? Um, and I think COVID really stepping back and putting family first over business um, was very important. And this idea of understanding like, we're doing so much and showing up for the community, but what, what is it that Kelly wants? What do I need? And, and understanding that with everything going on in 2020, with the uprising, with the pandemic, we can't move forward in the ways that we have before. And it's okay for us all to start questioning how and what do we want for our own selves. And when we empower ourselves to understand that, it's gonna, you're gonna be so full that that's not gonna be enough. So you're gonna start questioning, how do I move to collective community and showing up for community? But we have to empower ourselves. And that's the story of Hanks. 
when we empowered and became a healthy business, we were able not to just think about opening our doors and paying our bills, but how do we show up in a true intentional way for community? And so I encourage us all to like go step in and say, what do we want in this moment and, and empower ourselves to become better so that then we can show up the best way we can for community. And, um, and, and it's okay saying that sometimes it's just what's best for me. And I had to understand that and like not put so much pressure on myself to do things like it has been before and say that I'm not going to be open like every other corner store for 12 hours a day. I'm going to, I'm going to be open from 10 to six and that's going to be enough because I need to take care of myself because we're doing such great work and I need, I need the energy. I need the, the mind space to continue to create and innovate. I'm, have chills all over my body because that's that is what give a damn is about that's the lesson that I'm always reiterating to myself and to this community and honestly Kelly I wasn't the first time I reached out to you it was a while ago it was a few months ago and you said like I'm all, I got a lot going on this like I just I just don't have the space for this right now but reach out to me in a couple months and my instant reaction was like, I'm so proud and impressed that you know how to create boundaries for yourself. Like that would never be something I'd be like, Oh, how rude. Like I was instantly like, I'm so relieved that this person who I know you pour everything into your work, um, and your community knows how to set boundaries and also take care of yourself because that's just it. Like when you're a person who serves community, if you don't fill your cup up first, like you have nothing to spill over everyone thank you for even acknowledging that but I, I have to be honest to say that through COVID is when I learned to say no it and and it's been hard a year for everyone and I do not take for granted that we were able to step away for six months and not be stressed out or and be able to take time to self-care but that before and prior to that, I wasn't doing the best I could to show up for myself. And I was, I wouldn't have been able to do that, that through my time away and, and really growing in COVID-19 and being away from the business that I learned to do that and tell you that because before I would have freaked out and said, I, I have to do this. I, that, I, I'm, I'm, I would put how you felt before myself and yeah. we met and that's, that's not being healthy for yourself. And so, um, yeah, thanks for acknowledging that, but that I just learned that myself. Um, and, and we're all learning in our processes and we just have to give each other grace to know that we're all learning. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm no better than anyone else. Um, I'm just have decided to continue to show up every day and do the work even when I'm scared or even when, when I'm tired, but I've learned that I have to start saying no so that I can get things done at the, be at the best level that I can because it's so much more work to do. Yeah, but I think, I think a lot of people learn that in this year. I'm, I'm, you know, for a year that there's been a lot of really hard things, I, I, I think most people learned how to do more self-care and listen to what they need this year. I did too. I mean, I, I, COVID hit and it's like you start piling everything on and then you hit a moment where you were like, whoa, like this didn't mean I had more space. It meant I was supposed to take some space. So, so I'm, I'm with you on that Kelly too. And I, and I hope that a lot of people 
learn that. And even if you just learn that now, you've got that going forward, but you are doing, you are doing the work for your people too in your community and that they need you too. And so they need you to also be taking care of yourself so you can show up rested and happy. And so when you do work those long nights, you know, and just yes. put the shorter hours, like, yes, yes, yes. I mean, 10 to six is many, enough hours for everyone to get in there and get what they need. So I want to, I want to close by asking you, um, is there a way that you like, that people can support Hanks or is there just like one message that you want to get out? Like if there was one thing that you need or you just want people to know, what would that be? Yeah, today I think it's just really simple. Uh, just um, this, us all thinking about how to show up in these moments for small businesses and not just Hanks. I would love for you guys to follow us at Hanks Mini Market on social media platforms and just, you know, continue to, to be, updated on our story and our journey and, and come to Hanks. But I think the overall idea and the most important things, especially in COVID-19 is for us to show up for small businesses and understand how these small businesses, whatever those are, and we can use Hanks as an example, but that we need you to show up, not just, just consistently and find ways to put us into your daily routines because it, it, it's hard out here. Um, it's, it's, we're, it's not the same anymore. Um, it's quiet. Um, and it's a lot going on. Um, but small businesses are the heart of the community and, um, we need you to show up and, and, and patronize us and support us. And, um, you know, that can look in all kinds of different ways. Um, and yeah, I, otherwise, other than that, I, I, yeah, I would just say, stay connected and, and then think of, if you couldn't, because everybody's not, doesn't live over here. So I get that. You can't make it over here. But spreading the word to your friends and thinking about the organizations and businesses that are in your community that align with the things that you believe in and that you value. Showing up and, and giving your time and, and or if money, if you can, to those businesses and those organizations. It all helps. And um, it's a lot of people out there that need help, but they won't ask for it. And so if you just show up and help, then you're doing a great job. I love that. I have to make my way to Hanks. So, and I need to meet you. So I will be, I will be coming out to support you guys soon. Kelly, thank you so much. My final question that I like to ask all my guests is what do you give the most dams about? Yeah, I think the story is community, but um, this idea of how business owners can show up and become community leaders that really help push forward what healthy community looks like. And then this idea of placekeeping with everything changing in our communities. And, um, you know, it's just constantly shifting, changing. Gentrification is a big, big, one of those other big words that's always a part of conversations and that understanding. Like, so I'm really into placekeeping and, like, it's cool, all these new spaces and all these new um, businesses and stuff, but, like, also thinking about those, those businesses and, and places that have been in the community that don't get the shine, don't get the highlight in their stories, but that keeping is important. It helps to keep the stories going and the legacy and the work and those things not being erased. And so I'm really, 
that's what I'm really about. And I just feel like that that's the story of Hanks. It's one, one, one generation to the next, but that I don't ever stop talking about my dad. I always give reverence back to, to the, to the past because only we're only here because of the work that my parents have done. And um, yeah, continuing that on and like, yeah. So I'm just really into community and healthy community and what that looks like and um, placekeeping. So that's all this tie into art, food and um, using that to uplift and inspire the community. You are awesome. That just filled me all the way up. I'm so glad that we got to do this. I'm so glad that your, that your family started Hanks, that you took over, that you are taking care of yourself and you, and everyone has Hanks to go to. Um, that's really special. And I'm sure, I don't know if you hear this enough, but like you are so inspiring to me and yeah. And your story is really inspiring. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time um, to even be interested in having this on your platform. I appreciate you. It's nice to meet you. I love the work that you're doing. Um, yeah. This podcast is awesome. And just this idea of what you're saying, like, let's all get to giving more thought and attention to pushing forward for community. Yeah. And it doesn't always look the same for each of us, but as long as we're all getting involved, then we can all push to something better. Absolutely. I had a cup. I'm going to hand over a give a damn sweatshirt to you, my friend, to your, to your family. Um, thanks for taking the time, Kelly. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. Please follow them on social media. Um, if you're in the LA area, go visit, go support this local business. Um, and I'll be uh, putting ways just to continue to support you all. But um, yeah, I hope everyone has a wonderful rest of their day. Um, as always, give a damn about your community, give a damn about your neighbor, but most importantly, give a damn about your damn self. Have a good day, my friends. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks. Take care.